Welcome to Egyptian Dream from Planet Sport Football Africa, a passion for sport production. And this is our podcast focusing on the Africa Cup of Nations with me, Adrian Barnard. It's day 25 of AFCON 2019 and there are just two games left to play in this year's competition. Well, coming up today, uh, Solomon Izang Ashoms in South Africa joins us to look back on Sunday's dramatic semi-finals. And we hear your thoughts on who's going to lift the 2019 AFCON trophy. But first, well, I have to say a huge thanks to Tom Ellis and Liam Flint for the last two weeks of producing Egyptian Dream from Cairo. If you missed any of those editions, you can still listen on catch-up with post-match interviews and analysis on the games with features about life in and around Cairo. Now, if you missed any of that, you'll have missed the boat trip on the River Nile, a trip to the Great Pyramids at Giza, and an introduction to Moses the Camel. Well, personally, I thought that Moses was the star of that particular edition, Uh, But as I say, you can find uh, all of those previous editions on Catch Up. So if you haven't heard any of those, I recommend it. Well, after Sunday's semi-finals, we've completed 50 games at this year's Cup of Nations. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, we've just got two more to go until we know the identity of the 2019 champions. Well, Solomon Izang Ashoms joins us now from uh, South Africa. And uh, Solomon, we wanted drama at this year's Cup of Nations and the two semi-finals certainly delivered. We had missed penalties, own goals, controversial decisions decided by VAR. <laughs> wow, those games had everything. Well, Adrian, this first summer final between Senegal and Tunisia would definitely be one of the summer finals that will be debated about for a very long time to come. It was a summer final that was packed with uh, incidents and drama and decisions that, that needed to be made. So there was... Uh, quite a lot of colour to the summer finals between the Taranga Lions and and, and, uh, Tunisia. It was indeed uh, that uh, lucky Hassan's appealing error that enabled the Taranga Lions to lead through an own goal uh, Brun knew nothing about and that was uh, just uh, what uh, it was supposed to, to, to be and they got that in the 100th minute. There was also that controversial Gaye uh, who is from Everton uh, you know his alleged handball that was overturned by VAR. Both sides got uh, a penalties uh, in the you know in the regular time 90 minutes and they both missed it uh, And but uh, by that stage you know two penalties like I said has been awarded and squandered the second after a super save by Hassan who is the the goalkeeper and uh, it was uh, definitely one of the games that would be talked about for a very long time to come Uh, Sadio Mane for some reason was somehow a missing you know you would expect him to play a bigger role and that would be a concern for them definitely going into the final but you never know he is a Champions League man from Liverpool and definitely made for big occasions like the uh, final of the Champions League. And, uh, you know, some of, and, and Senegal could really go on to win the Africa Cup of Nations this time around. It will be the first time for them in their history. And they're looking forward to making history with their former player and now coach Aliou Sessa uh, leading them. We hope to just wait and see, uh, you know, what that uh, would become. But 
uh, you know, Senegal will now face Algeria in Friday's final and they've moved closer to a first Afghan title. Well, yes, uh, what drama in that uh, first semi-final. And so after all that, uh, Senegal do indeed move one step closer to that first AFCON title. Uh, now, one point that may affect their ability to fulfil that hope is that they'll be without their influential midfielder, Kalidou Koulibaly, for the final. The Napoli player picked up his second yellow card of the tournament, and that means he'll be suspended. And uh, his absence could be a big factor in determining who actually wins AFCON 2019. Uh, a had a terrific tournament, and there's no doubt the Tarangalans will be doing all they can to win the final for him, as much as for themselves and, of course, all the fans back home in Senegal. And uh, so the second semi-final saw the Super Eagles of Nigeria take on Algeria's Desert Foxes, and uh, Solomon, it was the Foxes who came out on top. Adrian, at the Cairo International Stadium, uh, despite having one fewer day of rest uh, than their opponents, it was totally a different ball game for uh, Algeria, who looked very much in control uh, in the first half. And uh, uh, Nigeria, meanwhile, waited for opportunities on counter-attack with uh, the paces of uh, Samuel Chikweleze uh, from Villarreal and also Ahmed Musa, who plays his football in Saudi Arabia. But it was the man who scored that crucial goal against South Africa in the quarterfinal uh, that, uh, you know, he's caught an on goal now against his own country. That was uh, a goal by Tross Econ, uh, you know, that came in for Algeria to gain more confidence. But Nigeria made a use of uh, their opponents uh, running out of energy because uh, Algeria ran out of energy uh, much later. And uh, they used that and ran around them and, and tried to make sure that they get the balls around, uh, you know, until they got the equalizer via that a penalty kit by Idion Igalo. So, uh, you know, it, it appeared, though, that Algerian coach Jamel Belmadi really had uh, quite a lot in his uh, bench. And we saw the substitutions and the extra time. Uh, and Maris who is from Manchester City, was there to save the day in the stoppage time with a very brilliant, brilliant free kick. This was, for me, definitely a, a well-deserved win for the Desert Foxes uh, from Algeria. They simply wanted it more than uh, Nigeria does. Nigeria was a bit more cautious. Uh, Nigeria didn't really play with that you know, risk and, and aggression to be out there and try to make sure that they win the game. But is definitely a game that uh, Algeria wanted to win. And, and the last time at any, at any of these stages that Algeria won against Nigeria was back in 1990 at the AFCON tournament in Algiers. The Rabba Maja gold against a Nigerian side that has Daniel Amokachi, Rashidi Yekini. You know, it gave uh, Algeria the Nations Cup title. But now they go into the final and uh, they have to do duty with the Taranga Lions of Senegal. And we're really looking forward to that. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Solomon, well done for containing your own emotions there. Now, as a Nigerian, it must have been heartbreaking to see Riyad Mahrez win it with the last kick of the game. But you've got to admire him, haven't you? He's a brilliant player. He stepped up to the plate, accepted the responsibility of taking that last-minute free kick and so doing, taking the Desert Foxes into the final. Uh, as the expression goes, cometh the hour, cometh the man. And yesterday, Riyad Mahrez was certainly the man of the moment. 
Well, before Friday's final, on Wednesday we have the third place playoff between the two losing semi-finalists, so that's Tunisia and Nigeria. Now the value or otherwise of the third place playoff has been discussed and debated many times before, but the issues just don't go away. So then Solomon, what do you make of it all? Adrian, I think the third place playoff uh, in major tournaments for me, uh, you know, is is losing its relevance more and more. Uh, I wonder if there are ways that uh, FIFA, CAF could actually, you know, bring some sort of excitement to it because we're talking about two teams who have to play, who just lost the opportunity to get into the final and hopefully win for the first time and make history. Uh, but now they have to, uh, uh, you know, play a, a third place, which has become somehow irrelevant. I understand you wanted to know which team is finishing what position. And, and all that. But I think that we need to really look at it and rebrand it and, and bring some sort of excitement to it and really bring the fact that football is not really just about winning. But, you know, when you're disappointed, how do you still come back and play a third place playoff uh, and, and give your best and, and, and give maybe other players and opportunities uh, to try to do well? And uh, the losers, you know, the semi-final losers normally, you know, don't want to play. There's only a bit of pride, not so much more pride, because you've just come out of a slum of disappointment. Uh, I think that needs to be relooked. Maybe a different format could be created, or maybe uh, some sort of, uh, you know, excitement or changes could be made. Could be made to bring some sort of uh, attention to it uh, from a team perspective, from a from the way it's played perspective, you know. Uh, from the way it's marketed or even from the way that you could use a disappointment and turn it around and make it some sort of an appointment where uh, you still don't allow it to take away your confidence, take away what you've achieved right from the first game all the way to the semi-final. Well, I think you're being very diplomatic there, Solomon. I have to say that I think it's a complete waste of time. For three weeks, the players have been building up for the chance to reach the final and maybe win AFCON. The third place playoff offers no chance for that at all. So how can players raise themselves again to take part in what is effectively a meaningless game? After the competition's all finished and over, no one's going to remember who came third or fourth, only who won. There's no shame in going out in the semi-finals, so why not just leave it like that? Indeed, for many teams, reaching the semi-finals is a great achievement in itself. So why put all that achievement at risk with the chance of ending the tournament with another defeat? Uh, Anyway, uh, enough of my thoughts. What do you think? Is the third-place playoff a valuable part of the competition, or should it be scrapped? Well, let us know your thoughts. You can contact us on WhatsApp. And uh, as ever, the number to contact us on is plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. And we look forward to hearing from you. Now, just a note to say that after today, our next podcast will be on Thursday, when we'll be joined by Kenyan journalist Ida Waringa to review Wednesday's third place playoff and look forward to Friday's final. So no podcast on Tuesday or Wednesday, but look out for us again on Thursday. Well, now we'll turn to your comments on social media and WhatsApp. And now we know the semi-final results, we've been asking you, who do you think is going to win the AFCON final this year and why? And first, Kahinde in Nigeria says, I told you before they started the AFCON that Senegal will win the title. And now they will. 
And uh, yeah, that's true, Kahinde. Uh, back at the start of June, you did give us Senegal as your tip for the title. Your reason being that the Taranga Lions are a very good side. Well, so far, so good. And we'll find out on Friday. Uh, Malang Sambu in Italy says, Bad luck for Nigeria, but I wish Senegal all the best. I really want them to win this time. And uh, Alfred Ndimba in Malawi agrees. The Senegalese will win the title, says Alfred. To Sierra Leone now, and Ishmael Saidu Kanu says, I believe Algeria will win on Friday. This is so because they are a more composed and determined team. However, you cannot rule out Senegal, but the North Africans are the favourites to lift the trophy. Far Omar Sanyang in the Gambia agrees. With regard to the final, I go for Algeria because they are strong in both defence and offence with my favourite player, Riyad Mahrez, says Far Omar. Also in the Gambia, Kaasun Sise says, Indeed, we have witnessed two dramatic semi-finals. Senegal was so lucky. Tunisia were not at their best and there was the intervention of VAR. My Nigeria disappointed me, they were outclassed by Algeria, but big congrats to Mares on his calculative super strike. I think Algeria is going to win it because they have the finest team so far in this tournament, but I'm not ruling out the possibility of my grandma land, Senegal, winning too. Uh, Keba in the Gambia also says, I think Algeria will win, but Ngan Demagasa, who's also in the Gambia, says, no, for me, it's Senegal. <laughs> so, split decisions there. Uh, Fabrice is in Cameroon. I think Algeria will win, says Fabrice, because they play so well and take their chances. With Senegal, they miss a lot of chances and don't make the most of them. But Senegal can still turn up to spell the party. Well, yes, that's uh, true, Fabrice. Uh, Senegal have missed three penalties in the competition so far. And surely they can't afford to do that again if they get another one in the final. Jetta Samba is in the Gambia, and Jetta says, Well, AFCON has been so interesting. I agree with you on that one, Jetta. It was full of drama in both the semi-finals. I think it'll be hard to predict, but I'm really going for Senegal. Right now, I'm seeing them as champions. Senegal have been so fantastic. Their players are hungry, and Mane and Idrissa Garnagay are amazing. Well, let's hope we see the true skills of Mane in the final there, Jetta. He was rather off the ball in the semi-final, I felt, against Tunisia. But maybe the final will spark him into life and more of the Mane that we're used to seeing at Liverpool, eh? Well, here's Lamine Fadara in the Gambia. Friday's final will be a sensational day because Senegal will be out for revenge, while Algeria will like to prove a point. But I think Senegal will win. Yeah, that's a good point, Lamine. Algeria already have that 1-0 win over Senegal in the group stages to give them confidence. But since then, the Tarangalans have grown a lot in the competition. It all makes out for a cracking final. Tony Correa in the Gambia says Algeria will win the trophy, no doubt. And the reason is they have a better record against Senegal. And Suleiman in the Gambia agrees. Algeria will definitely emerge victorious, even though I support Senegal. This is because they play together as a team compared to Senegal. Yeah, good point in that one, uh, Suleiman. We'll find out, won't we, uh, on Friday. And finally, here's a voice note from John in Ghana. Well, I will take Senegal to win. So I really want Suleiman to be in the final three of the Ballon d'Or this coming year. And... Looking at the way the Senegalese also played, 
they've learned their mistakes that they did in the group stages when they played against Algeria when Algeria beat them so I mean this coming Friday is going is really going to be a cracker this coming Friday and I took Senegal to win the cup Yes, thanks for that, John. And uh, I agree, Senegal and Algeria have all it takes to produce a cracking final on Friday. Now, we're almost out of time for today, but just a reminder that the next podcast will be on Thursday and then our final podcast will be next Monday when we'll be looking back at the highlights of this year's competition and saluting the winners. Well, uh, don't forget to send us your thoughts in the meantime on the value or otherwise of the third place playoff and we'll do our best to include them in the next podcast on Thursday. On WhatsApp, the number is plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine five five two three two seven eight zero. So until then, thanks very much for your company today. I'm Adrian Barnard, and Egyptian Dream is a Planet Sport Football Africa production for Passion for Sport.